Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Thirty-three in Edmonton. I'm quickly going to go to a text. I just mentioned. I, I wondered if there comes a time where Connor McDavid gets frustrated, exasperated. John Tortorella, a guy that's been known to speak his mind, does Connor McDavid go the Mario Lemieux uh, route? And this text comes in and goes, Bob, I'm waiting for that day. Uh, is uh, I want McDavid to say it out loud that he's getting sick of being interfered with. It can't get worse for so many non-calls to the face. The NHL calling out the referee will make a huge statement. Thanks, Mark. And uh, Connor's taking the high road every step of the way. There's no question about that. Again, you can uh, text us at any time, 780-496-0063. We will tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton uh, owned and operated for 50 years for a menu and a list of uh, their 14 Edmonton and area locations visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Okay, let's head off. Again, the Oilers today had Connor Yamamoto on a line with Joachim Nygaard and Leon Dreisaitl. They had William Lagesson paired with Adam Larson, which is a sign that they're both going to be in. They were recalled officially yesterday. Jay Woodcroft has been their head coach so far this season with the Bakersfield Condors, who had two big wins this weekend. Jay, how are you? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we'll get to the weekend that was in a second, but uh, help us out here. Uh, And I know we've talked a lot about Kyler. I think you know which way I was leaning on this issue with Kyler. Yeah, I... You know, I, I was very happy for him that he earned his recall. I thought um, the way he approached the first half of this season in the American Hockey League was one uh, of seriousness, uh, one of a professional working at his craft. I thought he was our best forward uh, in the first half of the season in terms of uh, just being involved in plays, creating scoring chances, drawing penalties. Um, he worked a lot on his offensive finish, and uh, he's in a good spot heading into this uh, this recall, and I'm, I'm uh, glad that uh, he is in that good spot so he can show his best. See, people will look at the numbers and say, well, wait a sec, Jay and Bob, the, the numbers are the same as they were last year. You know, he he kind of. I think he had eight, ten, and eighteen in twenty-seven games last year, and he's got eight, eight, and sixteen in twenty-three games this year, and he's a minus, and he was a plus last year. But I think the situations are completely different, aren't they? Yeah, I think the team is different. We're built differently this year than last year. We have different pieces. Um, I just think when I see or when I saw 
Kyler come to the rink, I just I noticed uh, a professional workmanlike uh, approach to every day. I saw someone um, who was a driver, and um, you know he looked more mature. He looked uh, physically a little bit stronger. Uh, I saw him involved in more plays. He played in every situation. Uh, he knows what this recall represents for him, and uh, I think he's. I think he's positioned well, and uh, the guys that you mentioned are two pretty good players to start with, and uh, you know, I think he's looking to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, who was he playing with over the last four or five games at center? Brad Malone? Yeah, Most? he's playing with, yeah, Brad Malone, who's a very good hockey player in the American Hockey right. League. He's different, you know, he's a he's a 200-foot grind type of player at this level. Um but he's not second. He's not second yeah. in the NHL in scoring. And right now, frankly, exactly. Leon Leon needs a little bit of what Connor can do because uh, Jay. I mean, I think we'd agree he's quick and fast. But maybe one of the areas that he's improved the most is defensively and in, and in some penalty killing roles for you as well. Is right. that fair? Yeah, I have. Uh, I think he's an elite penalty killer, and our penalty kill here has hovered just like with the Oilers. It's been a real bright spot uh, on the year, uh, and when he's in our lineup, it, it's at 85, 86 percent. And when he's not in our lineup, it hasn't been as good when he hasn't been in. Um, but it's still good on the on the year as a whole. But he's a big part of that. He went out first every single time. I think he's a threat on the penalty kill, uh, which kind of keeps some teams off balance. I think he is um, his gift on the penalty kill is his anticipatory skills. Uh, he closes fast, and uh, he's got a, a mind for it. And uh, those are good qualities. And like you said, he you know he has a, every other aspect of being a good penalty killer. Is, as well in terms of his foot speed, um, his understanding of the team scheme, and all, all that type of stuff. But uh, I think he'll be, uh, he, he's going to show well in this recall for sure. All right, Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. That's Jay's comments about Connor Yamamoto. William Lagason, this guy's been steady Eddie for you, hasn't he been? Yeah, and for William, he's a different type of player. He's not a... Uh, when you're you're viewing his game as a whole, he doesn't always just jump off the screen or jump off uh, the page when you look at his statistics or his numbers. To me, his value comes in in terms of uh, what he brings to the rink every day. There's a consistency about him. There is a hardness. There is a um, pride in defensive details about him um, that when you're around him every day and you see how he conducts his daily business, you come to very much appreciate. And uh, I think uh, in this opportunity for him to be with the big club uh, now, if he gets the chance to play, he will show his value in in keeping things simple, in uh, defending well, in being hard around the blue paint, and making uh, good a good first pass with the puck. All right, Jay. Uh, the week that was back-to-back uh, -back games. Stockton has been terrific this year. Uh, they're scoring a ton. They got a guy like Luke Phillip out of the University of Alberta. He went in that game the other night against you guys with 13 goals in his last 16 games. They're a deep offensive team. Uh, they were playing the second of the back-to-back, -back, uh, but that was a hard-earned victory that you guys had on Saturday night, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it sure was. And and you know what? They are a good team. They've they've added a lot of veteran uh, pieces and complementary pieces to that team from uh, the one they had last year. Um, we've had a we've played that team hard this year even though we haven't uh, dominated them or anything like that or had the record that we had last year against them we're in every game and uh we've actually won some really good hockey games against that team this this past game on saturday night i thought uh, we played towards our identity uh towards the way we need to play with the group that we have which is we're prepared to check a team like that into the ground. We know they had the number one power play. We know they had um, the highest scoring uh, team in the Pacific Division in the American Hockey League. We knew all those things coming in, and we know what our record is when we give up three or less goals. And so um, that's where our focal point was. Uh, I thought we got out in front of the game. Um, we responded well to different adversity moments within that game. And at the end of the day, we found a way to win a game uh, with contributions up and down the lineup. And I thought it was excellent. All right. Last night, uh, you guys, uh, it was sort of a, a San Jose, Stockton, uh, Bakersfield triumvirate there you all played each other uh and you you got up big against uh, san jose but they kept coming at you and it was also the second of back-to-back starts for Stuart skinner and you ultimately winner seven to five uh give us your perspective on the recap yeah it, it was interesting all three teams played each other and i thought of of the three teams our scheduling was the hardest um san jose played stockton at one o'clock on friday afternoon and then came in to play us on the second of a back-to-back uh, Saturday night, we uh, played Saturday night and had um, you know we get in at three o'clock in the morning to play a five o'clock start on the Sunday. So for for us, our our game plan was to keep things simple. Our game plan was to uh, manage the puck, especially because. Um, you know, uh, Yamamoto and Lagason were called up to the NHL after the Saturday night game, and um, Manning and Granlin weren't available to us for the, the Sunday afternoon game. So we had, we had a game plan based around managing the puck, about uh, grinding their young young team uh, down on the cycle, and I thought we executed that specifically early in the game. We were opportunistic uh, with our goal scoring. We had uh, we. We had a great um, goal off of a face-off. We had a, a fortunate goal on a power play. We scored a shorthanded goal. We built a 3-1 lead in the first period. We took that into the second period. We built a 5-1 lead. And then we kind of uh, relaxed a little bit or uh, let our foot off the gas and uh, started to take a few penalties, and that got them kind of involved in the game. I thought we controlled the game for the most part. Uh, it was a little bit more hectic than we wanted uh, in, in the third period with them kind of clawing back. But at the end of the day, on short rest and a short bench, we found a way to win a game. I think it's a good sign for the Bakersfield Condors. Stuart Skinner, he's had an up-and-down year this year. How do you perform in the two games for you, Jay? Well, um, one thing we should talk about is before Christmas, Stewart was sent uh, to the East Coast Hockey League 
to put his game through the car wash, so to speak, to polish it up, to um, work at little details of his game. He went down, he played three games. His last two down in Wichita, he was the first star. Uh, he came back up after Christmas, and I thought he gave us a good chance to win against Stockton. Uh, we won the game. We went back with him the next night, and uh, though it wasn't a perfect team game and there might be a goal or two he'd like to have back, at the end of the day, he found a way to help our team win two games. I thought that's a good sign for him personally and a good sign for the team collectively. Okay. Uh, how does a player like, you know, Tyler Benson, who, uh, like Yamamoto, is a second-year pro, how does he handle something uh, like, you know, because he's right now he's outscoring uh, Yamamoto, and I don't think that personally that, that Tyler skates as well as Kyler or has the same quickness as, as, uh, as Kyler, but you know, it's got to be a little bit difficult, isn't it, to see some others? Or, or, or conversely, is it a good thing because it gives guys the inspiration to know that they are moving guys up and down? Yeah, I think first thing is is that they are different players. They bring different ingredients to a team. I think um, they're also very good friends. They're you know they live together. Um, they're happy for each other when the other person has uh, personal success and um, I think we've actually seen two of Benson's best hockey games in these last two games he's been in my opinion he, he through the first half of the season he is scoring at a similar rate that he was last year and at this point last year he's very close to where he was uh, but in these last two games, I've seen a jump in his step. I've seen uh, other details uh, like his board work, his decision-making uh, with the puck under pressure in critical situations. They've been excellent. And so uh, there's a lot of good trends in his personal game. He knows that he can control what he can control. He does not control who gets called up. He controls his play, his attitude, his uh, workmanlike um, demeanor when he comes to the rink to be the best he can be on a daily basis. And if he does that and takes care of his own personal process, um, he'll be fine. And he'll he'll one day get his opportunity. Is it easy for uh, young men uh, to do that? Not always, but he's uh, he's a good one and he's working hard at it. Jay, uh, you got a game tomorrow night, don't you? Yeah, it's our third game in uh, kind of three and a half, four days here, but an important one. It's uh, versus Ontario. It's a New Year's Eve game, and uh, it should be a good one because we have a few games in hand on them, and they're the team we're trying to catch uh, for playoff positioning. And you expect to have Manning and Granlund in? Um, <clears throat> we expect to have Manning in for sure. Granlund uh, is working on a, a few immigration issues. Okay. Um, uh, so I don't know if he'll be in tomorrow, but we expect him down here very soon as soon as that gets sorted out. And are you guys getting close to where you'd have five AHL veterans, so five guys north of 320 uh, NHL and American League games? Yeah, we're getting close to that, and you never know how it goes. I don't count the chickens before they hatch, so to speak. My saying is that, uh, you know, when we see the whites of people's eyes, then we have to make tough decisions like that. But right now, we're not in that position. And uh, uh, but when when everybody comes down and uh, and we are all healthy and whatnot, then there might be that situation uh, where we can't play every single veteran. Uh, and Sturette, any news on him? 
Shane is in a similar spot that he was in uh, before. He's managing this muscular um, lower body injury. Um, he is uh, someone that we're managing on a day-to-day basis. It's, uh, he didn't play this weekend. We're not backing him up when um, you know when he, he's not. He's, there's no point because we're, we would never put him in cold based on his personal health right now. So for me, uh, it's a day-to-day situation. It's fluid. He's getting better. we got to get him to the point where he's feeling better for multiple days in a row, and then, uh, and then we'll take it from there. Great stuff, Jay. Good luck. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Bob. Take care. That's Jay Whitecroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. I uh, do want to tell you again, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Go out and see Uncle Milt, Johnny, Rich and the gang. Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. It's a great time to buy right now. They're clearing out the 2019s. Uh, significant rebates on 2019 F-150s. Give the gang at Brent Ridge a call, one 877 I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 747-736-73 or visit BrentRidge.com. It is 148 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. To this day in Oilers history at 150, it is brought to you by New West Travel. Again, you can join us on an Oilers Now roadie into Chicago. Reach out to NewWestTravel.com. Brendan Escott. Back in 1999, Bob, the Los Angeles Kings registered the 1,000th win in franchise history, beating the Oilers 8-2 in Los Angeles. They got a goal and four assists from Luke Robitaille, while Edmonton's offense came from Pat Falloon and Bill Guerin. Now, Bill Guerin, 25 minutes of penalties in that one. The team's combining for 168 penalty minutes. Wow. All right. uh, Very quickly, spoiler alert. One, two, three. United States, Cole Caulfield, GWG in OT. They knock off the Czech Republic. Final score, 4-3. Americans now top spot in Group B at the World Juniors. But they are done playing. And Canada has the Czech Republic tomorrow. Russia plays Germany. So if Canada beats the Czech Republic, by virtue of the fact, uh, in uh, I guess if Canada beats the Czech Republic in regulation, or in overtime, uh, because they've got the head-to-head win against the United States, they'd finish first in their pool. Again, that was this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Excuse me, New West Travel has the Chicago Roadie second half of the season. This package includes great lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly, 
tours of Wrigley and Soldier Fields for the Oilers now. Chicago road trip. There's no city quite like Chicago in the U.S. Great U.S. market. As good as Vegas is to go to these days, and it's warm and it's beautiful and everybody's all in and partying, Chicago's a pretty awesome experience as well. Reach out to New West Travel, 780-432-7446, or go online at newwesttravel.com. All right. Reed Wilkins was kind enough to gather us a little bit of audio. We've talked a lot about Kyler Yamamoto on today's show. You just heard from Jay Woodcroft saying, look, he's done an ex- he's an elite penalty killer for us as a middle six forward. A lot of people say, well, you know, shouldn't top prospects not be killing penalties in the minors? Okay. Well, that's a perspective that some people might have. Here's Dave Tippett on how he possibly sees deploying one Kyler Yamamoto. We want him to be a solid player. Come up here and, and play to his strengths. You know, his strengths are tenacity, getting around the puck. He's not a big guy, but he plays hard. And he's got skill to make plays. That's we're missing some plays getting made. So that's what we'll give him an opportunity to do. All right. Uh, as for Kyler Yamamoto, he says it's been a uh, growing time for him in the American Hockey League this year. Uh, it's definitely a lot different, um, you know, than junior, but um, these last couple of years, um, you know, definitely have taught me a lot, um, you know, how to play against those bigger guys and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I think it's just learning every day, um, you know, new things and, um, you know, just getting better. Uh, there you go. That is uh, Connor Yamamoto. Going to be very intrigued to see uh, how he performs, see if he can give the team a little bit of jump. Victor has texted the show on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Bob, I can't say this enough. Thank you, Jay Woodcroft, for your consistent hard work and stability you're bringing to the Condors and the Oilers. Have a happy new year and continued success down in Bakersfield. Thank you, sir. Go Condors go. That one comes to us from Victor. So... That's uh, some love uh, there from Victor. Coming up on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now, we got Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector, for the horses in horse racing Alberta, who, by the way, uh, do have a live event out at Century Mile uh, New Year's Eve that will be uh, taking place. Post time is at 7.15. Uh, we will also have the general manager of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Kurt Hill. He picked up a defenseman uh, from the Tri-City Americans on the weekend. I still think they're looking to add another D-man. They've got a couple injured defensemen right now, as well as a, a goaltender. So stay tuned on that front over the next uh, roughly 10 days until the WHL trade deadline takes place. The Edmonton Oil Kings are in action tonight on Sportsnet against the Calgary Hitmen. That game taking place down in Calgary. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell followed by the, uh, it's actually a simulcast uh, with CHQR 770 in Calgary with host Zach Hewitt. We'll be back at you tomorrow. Winners now, noon. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.